0: Hey, Cinemaxtic fans, it is Max Liedem here, your host of the Cinemaxtic podcast, a podcast about movies. And again, just checking in to let you know that we are still going through some audio transitions. So there's going to be some differential in audio quality than what you've been used to. But rest assured, we have some really great things coming in, new equipment, and even a little mini studio that we're going to be filming or rather shooting in and potentially filming in. There's a little Easter egg for you that we're very excited about. So thank you guys so much for listening and enjoy this week's episode. So uh, here we are back for uh, another episode of uh, Cinemaxic, Tim. Um, Yes, we are. Literally, as I said that, get a little uh, Apple news update. Why Jonathan Taylor Thomas disappeared from Hollywood and more. Well, Tim, I thought we were going to cover a lot more today, but uh, I think we're going to actually have to dive completely into that. What? A,
1: what? I think we have our hands full.
0: What happened to Jonathan Taylor Thomas? You know.
1: What, you know what? Um, I don't know what happened to him. He. What was it? He wasn't in very many movies, was he? He was in. Um,
0: he was in that Born to Be Wild movie or whatever. Remember that movie, that TV movie?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, do I, I do remember that? Okay. He had a he had a pivotal role in um, Home Improvement.
0: <laughs> truly, uh, truly Piv- p- p- pivotal. Piv um, pivotal. Yeah, I'm surprised he never won an Emmy for that performance as a young. Um, yeah, whatever. His character's That's name quiet.
1: would be. Was it, was it Ryan?
0: No. No, it wasn't.
1: It wasn't I, Ryan? And- I
0: could find out right now. Let me uh, look it up. Luckily, I have this device that I can look up things on the internet pretty easily. Have you, it's a phone.
1: Oh, it was Randy.
0: It was uh, Randy Taylor. The Taylor.
1: <laughs> I can't do it as well.
0: I that. That's what you're going for. Uh, that. Yep. Um, I'm going to be honest, Tim. My mind is all over the place today. Uh, I, I nearly had a, uh, a, a breakdown at work, not in a bad way, just in a I am thoroughly uh, exhausted of <laughs> – and uh, it's been nonstop for me for the past two weeks, so I'm just kind of like I uh, had to go use the, uh, the old wellness room Cause uh, man, I am a. St- st- I'm not a person to get stressed. So uh, uh, it's very it's very odd feeling to uh, feel this way.
1: What are you uh, What are you getting stressed about?
0: Uh, Paige and I are moving into a new house on August first, and I have to pack up all my stuff and get ready for that to move out, move in on August first. And it, it happened so quick because we got back from our week like a week long vacation in Colorado, mm-hmm. come back literally go see a house the very next day and sign to rent that house the very next day after we get back. So now the whole weeks up leading up to that is just making sure everything's like in order and making sure we're all set for a move in and paying all this rent because Paige signed a, an additional lease a month lease with our apartment, and we had to pay for that. And then we had to pay the down uh, the down payment on the house or the deposit on the house. And then we had to pay the first month's rent on the house. And it's just, it's just a whole lot. Tim. it's a whole lot. And it's, uh it's just like I'm. Um, I uh, really wish I could just turn my brain off. And now, you know, to make matters worse, I got to go get my ass wax at a basketball game tonight, about nine thirty. Go get absolutely slaughtered. That's 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 weighing on me. So you know. Tim, it's <laughs> You know, I've been excited about more things. Um, getting, getting my ass handed to me in basketball, I could put off I could I could stand to put off for a couple days. Um,
1: well, we have to get it out of the way, and might as well might as well do it now. how many, how many points do you think we'll lose by 30, 40?
0: I think I think tonight's team's going to beat the, the hell out of us, and we're going to lose by like 40.
1: Probably, and I'll be honest. I I'm not feeling 100% either. I'm a little lightheaded. I yep. had coffee in two days. Um, it's been it's been rough.
0: Trying it's to rough. wean yourself off the caffeine, are you?
1: <clears throat> yeah, or just not drinking near as much. Can't yeah, be, yeah I, four cups a day.
0: Yeah, I've uh, I've tried to do that too. Um, I try and have one cup of coffee a day, uh, and and go with that. Sometimes in the evening. if... <laughs> I'm feeling maybe it's going to be a bit of a late night, maybe there's a new Netflix show, I'll pour myself another cup. Why not? <laughs> Am I right?
1: Oh, you're, uh, yeah, you're, you're right. I'm hundred percent
0: accurate. That Anyways.
1: are never wrong, Max. We're what? Ne- we're never wrong.
0: That's, that's the reason why I started this podcast, Tim. I wanted everyone else to know that as well. Anyways, on today's episode, look at that transition. It's beautiful. On today's episode. We're going to be talking everything Comic-Con. That's right. Everything that happened at San Diego Comic-Con. Not a single sliver of news that escaped San Diego Comic-Con will go uncovered on this podcast. Not really. We're going to cover some of it. We're going to cover a lot of it. Mostly the Marvel panel. So be uh, tuning in for that. We're going to cover some various different news and we're going to talk about what we watched this week. A little, you know, a little nugget that we've always done. So. Without further ado, it's time to dive in. This is the Cinemaxic Podcast. As always, I am joined by my friend, Tim Reichmuth. We're doing this over the internet as you do in the future times If you will the what
1: the interweb, if you will
0: yes, yes, um, and uh Tim, uh Tim Trist here uh y- you know we kind of covered this in the pre the pre roll, but you're not feeling too good today, buddy. Is that what it sounds like?
1: No no, I mean I'll be honest i haven't I haven't been feeling hundred percent for the past few days
0: yeah probably,
1: probably a- since uh since Saturday.
0: I'm actually right there with you because, uh, like I said, I'm, I'm stressed about this move and getting everything in order. And um, I also fell down the stairs two days ago. uh it, it Fell might be actually a little too light to describe this. I flew. I soared down the stairs like a diving peregrine Falcon and landed very firmly on the bottom step of the flight of stairs and very badly hurt my shoulder and the entire right side of my body so to make matters worse not only are my insides feeling a little stressed my outsides are feeling rather fatigued as well wow as you often do when facing a physical trauma
1: man i can't even imagine what you went through i know but uh A terrible week would you would you say this is the worst week you've ever you've ever lived
0: Mm. Mm. other than the time other than the time Goku was about to go Super Saiyan 3 and Dragon Ball Z and they decided to run a Gundam marathon the very next day instead of show the episode when Goku turned Super Saiyan 3 and then restarted Dragon Ball Z to the very beginning and never showing me live the episode of Goku going Super Saiyan 3 yeah this would be right up there this is this is uh, definitely in the top top five. I would say top two, even top two. Oh my.
1: <clears throat> for I, uh, some of our, sounds so, like you had a rough childhood, Max.
0: Uh, for some of our listeners, <laughs> you might be wondering. There seems to be a a mustachioed silence in the room. Uh, uh, a silence that can't be ignored a deafening silence if you will and that is because tanner is not here with us today he is uh it's his birthday week so old tan man wasn't able to make it on for reasons unknown to me um apparently he's going out every night good for him cheering him on happy early birthday tanner
1: he's going out every night
0: i don't know he said it's his birthday week so he couldn't do the podcast at all this week so i'm assuming he's doing shenanigans all week so yeah. Good wow. for him. Good for him. I uh, won't, won't judge him, and I'm going to cheer him on, and uh, we'll wish him happy birthday tomorrow. Um, as a matter of fact, tomorrow we're recording Force Vision. We might have to just sing him happy birthday when he's not there, just because,
1: yeah. just
0: because. But as always, I'm your host, Max Matt Max Fozzi, and without further ado, let's dive in to some movie news. Stop this jibber-jabber. First things first, what did we watch this week? Tim, I'm going to tell you what I watched. I watched a little movie with a, with a gentleman by the name of Evan um, Peters.
1: <laughs>
0: I, uh, yep, yep. With a movie with a, the, the actor being a guy named Evan Peters. And it was a movie called The Pirates of Somalia. And it's based off a true story. And it's based off a journalist who is kind of going nowhere. He's actually a wannabe journalist. He's not officially published or anything. But he wants to go to school to be a journalist. And he gets the opportunity to go to Somalia to cover the pirate situation, which was at that time captivating the world. This was around the time where Captain Phillips and his crew, the American ship, was captured by Somali, uh, Somalian pirates. And if you've ever seen Captain Phillips starring Tom Hanks, you know how that story goes. So this was around that time during this crisis of Somalian pirates and, and uh, ships being captured and, uh, you know, robbed of their things. Um, so, uh, yeah, Evan Peters stars in this little this little movie. Uh, it's actually funny enough, too, the, the uh, second lead in the movie is um, – is is the guy from Captain Phillips? The the I'm the captain now, dude. Uh, I want to get his name. One second, let me see if I could find that. Because um, I want to I want to give him recognition because he's good in this movie, man. He was good in Captain Phillips. He's a good actor. Uh, yeah. that's that's something that I want to. would definitely <laughs> want to say it's uh, Bark Barkhad Abdi. Don't know if that's how you pronounce it, but he's in this as well. So he's he's but he's not playing a pirate. He's playing a good guy this time. And, uh, you know, it's funny. It's like, it's a biopic, uh, but it, it it isn't too intense. It's very interesting. I think Evan Peters gives a great performance in this. There's a lot of funny bits in it. Um, and I, I stand by this today. I think Evan Peters is one of the most underutilized actors in Hollywood. Um, and you know, maybe some people can think that's ridiculous because he had a starring role in the new X-Men movies, which were, you know, most of them were pretty big and popular. Um, uh, and, you know, he's been in several other big movies like American Animals. Well, that wasn't necessarily a big movie, but and he has a reoccurring role on uh, American Horror Story. But I, I want to see Evan Peters and, you know, cast with a director like of Quentin Tarantino's like a power, you know, or Steven Spielberg or something like that. I want to see him with a big time director like that. And I want to see him tackle a role with them because I think he is just a phenomenal actor. I love, I've loved pretty much everything he does. He just, he has this charisma and humor about him that I think breathes life into these movies that might otherwise not have it. Uh, and that, I, I would say that about American Animals. I thought he was fantastic in that movie. Absolutely loved him.
1: I'd agree with that. I think he's a really good actor. I'd, I'd like to see him in a lot more um, movies than he currently is. because I, I agree. He, f- It feels like he's not in, as many as he could be.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, no, he was great in this. The story was was very interesting. Um it's a good it's a good one watch honestly. It's not something you're going to go back and watch again and again, but it's on uh what was that on? I think it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix or Amazon Prime right now. And um yeah, it's it's a it's an entertaining little flick and uh, I enjoyed it for what it was. And I'll give it a three out of five stars. I thought it was, um, I thought it was good. You should definitely check it out. If you, there's a lot about that Somalian pirate situation that I didn't know. Uh, a lot of, you know, without, you know, this shouldn't come as a big surprise, but the media sensationalized a lot of things and made things a little inaccurate. Um, but there's some really cool things. Like there's a, there was like a Robin hood Somalian pirate who robbed ships and then gave everything away to poor people type of thing. Um, now that doesn't excuse his terror that he caused the people that he that he uh, took their ships and everything, but there's there's different sides to every story, and it's it was uh, the, I felt like the movie did a pretty good job of kind of explaining the situation in Somalia around that time and and the very different and the different uh, pirates gangs and lords, and it was interesting. So three out of five stars. The Pirates of Somalia definitely go give that a watch. Um, it's a good weeknight watch. Uh, it's it's not going to require too much thought you can sit there and enjoy it so it's good um oh, it also stars uh, uh it stars uh oh my gosh al pacino which was a uh, a big surprise he he oh, yeah. plays a, a a critical role in this movie um which kind of came out of nowhere i was kind of surprised by that but, yeah, pacino's in it so that's what i watched this week I pacino. yeah yeah just that uh tim did you watch anything this week that you want to cover
1: um i no, I, I didn't really watch anything. I watched *Empire Strikes Back*, uh, classic movie. If you haven't seen it, it's pretty good. Oh, what's that one? *Empire Strikes Back*. Have you heard of it?
0: Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, a, that's a good one.
1: It's a it's a Star Wars movie for mm. those who aren't aware. Yeah. Episode five, but the second one ever made. Hmm. Uh, besides that, no, I've I didn't, i did not really watch many movies this past week. Just been really busy with work and I haven't had uh, as much time as I'd like.
0: One second, I'm going to chug this smoothie because it's the only thing I'm going to eat tonight because I don't want to throw up during the basketball game. Give me one moment. Yeah, go for it.
1: Oh God, I can right. I can
0: feel that. That's dinner. All right. Um. Oh man. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that's our segment. What we watched this week. That's what we. Uh, that's what we watched. <laughs> all right. Let's move on to the next part of our show, Tim. That's movie news, my friend. And movie news. There's quite a lot. Now, I'm gonna save the San Diego Comic Con stuff till the end of the show. So this is movie news that came out not necessarily during San Diego Comic-Con. So, we're going to kind of cover the stuff that wasn't there necessarily. I guess I guess there's I guess there's one thing in there. Uh, there's two things in there that came at San Diego Comic-Con, but this isn't necessarily like the Marvel news, the superhero stuff you'd expect from it. So, I'm going to mix some of that in. Um first things first, a Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood trailer. That dropped. Uh, it is a Fred Rogers biopic. It is starring the um, ir- irreplaceable Tom Hanks as Fred Rogers. Um, and it's it's essentially the story of how Fred Rogers meets this uh, journalist um, who isn't necessarily um, – like the most optimistic guy uh, and uh, how he kind of gets turned around by, by being friends with Fred Rogers. Um, I think Tom Hanks is perfectly cast in this. Um, I think Tom Hanks is the greatest actor of our generation of many. uh, I, I think he is the greatest actor working today and the, one of the greatest actors of all time um so i am more than excited to see this i know i'm gonna cry for sure um and you know this just made me want to go watch even more stuff about mr rogers and i went and i went and watched uh, a couple of his videos that were extremely touching and uh, i watched this great video of him getting inducted into the tv hall of fame and uh, if you guys haven't seen that you need to see that because uh This this boy that was on the Fred uh, was on um, Mr Rogers neighborhood, who was disabled and in a wheelchair that Fred met for the first time when he was five years old and Fred was obviously on the show. And he surprises Fred with, with being there to induct him like 25 years later and uh, just seeing Fred's face light up immediately knowing who it was. Like he came out on the stage and he immediately knew who he was, he hasn't seen this guy in 25 years and Fred just, this is you know this is a show of like you know everything being done right and in order and not inter- interrupting anything but fred literally gets up out of his chair and goes and hops on stage doesn't even take the stairs doesn't even care what the show is planning with this guy coming out he just wants to go say hey to his friend uh and he just goes over there immediately knows him by name and everything gives him a hug and it it is just a, it's a beautiful moment so you need to see that but tim did you watch this trailer um <clears throat> no, I haven't seen the full trailer yet. But uh, I've been
1: kind of trying to keep up to date with the movie because I know they've been talking about it for a while. And I'm definitely really excited. I, I, I agree with your thoughts on Tom Hanks being a perfect fit. Cause Tom Hanks, he can play any character. And this character... To me, is is really good for his personality.
0: Yeah, I mean, if there's one person in that, I would say is most like Fred Rogers. It'd almost be, or actually, I think I mean, I think Tom would probably be the first person to tell you, like, no, you can't even compare me to Tom uh, to Fred because Fred was so, you know, such an amazing person, and and Tom would yeah. be the first person to deflect that. But Tom is such a great guy, and, um, um, and uh, you know, he's one of those one of the good ones in Hollywood. So I think it's going to be an incredibly touching picture. I think Tom has such a great way of pulling emotion out of his audience and getting them so invested in what's going on on screen. Um, Just because he has this charm about him that makes you not just care for his characters very much when you watch him. Um, And it's, he just draws this empathy uh, that I think is perfect for Fred Rogers. So it's, um, It's going to be a great movie. I can't wait to watch. I still need to see Will You Be My Neighbor, that documentary. Apparently, people, like, could not stop crying during that documentary. Oh, really? Um, Yeah. But uh, I think the thing I'm taking away from this, from today, especially after, you know, looking up stuff on Fred Rogers, is that if you can, you know, watch something, just watch one of Fred's clips here and there and just really take in, like, what he was trying to teach. And um, I think it would make every person – a better person and make uh you know life around the people you come in contact with even better just because if you could take even some of the lessons he gives and, and practice what he preached, it's um it's it's quite incredible what he what he was able to convey and uh yeah, it's gonna be great. So I can't wait. Can't wait for that movie. Um moving on. Uh this was a pretty big uh story, blockbuster wise, but Avatar end game. <laughs> oh event 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 what if avatar comes out with its last movie in the series and they call it avatar Endgame?
1: game <laughs> oh that would be oh
0: that would be epic uh anyways avengers Endgame game officially tops avatar in the box office to become the highest grossing movie of all time adjusted for inflation that would not be the case uh Gone with the wind. But it is.
1: Honestly, I'm surprised it was that difficult for it to pass Avatar. I just, I never saw Avatar in theaters, but I mean, I, I've, I've seen it. I just, I wasn't as impressed with Avatar as I was with Endgame. Yeah. It, just, it just amazes me how Avatar was that far up and Endgame literally had to re release it just to pass it.
0: Well, something to keep in mind. Well, one that's nuts is that James Cameron did it twice. He did it with Titanic right. and then he did it with Avatar. But I think something to keep in mind is that uh, James Cameron has way more star power than I think we realized. Um, you know, when he has the highest grossing movie, which is original IP, and then he comes back with another original IP. Uh, that's this massive blockbuster. There's a chance it's, it's going to break it. Um, now, something that I keep in mind. I don't know if Avengers end is going to hold it for very long. Cause I think when avatar two comes out, they're going to do a re-release of avatar uh, and do a complete rollout of that worldwide and maybe even do double features. And I think avatar is going to take back that spot again. Um, but yeah, it's crazy, but something to keep in mind too. Avatar has a bigger audience. Uh, the general audience. It's a, it's a bigger audience than Marvel. Cause not everyone's a Marvel fan. Um, but there's, there everyone could be a fan of avatar because that doesn't require any prior knowledge i guess of character or anything you just you just go in there and watch it because it's a movie um just yeah. like you know gone with the wind like hey i really love gone with the wind i i love i wanted to go see this movie and i love it i don't care anything about iron man because i don't care about comic book stuff so it's something to keep in mind but it, it's rather impressive it's rather impressive that avatar held it as long as it did um right. and yeah i i think it's crazy man that end game did this it's just it just blows my mind that marvel was able to take like a bunch of b and c list heroes and turn them into absolute mega ultra superstar characters that are household names across the country and now the highest grossing movie of all time i think that's just nuts um
1: right i agree yeah, it is pretty crazy how they did that. And it was it, 22 films collectively wrapping up to Endgame?
0: I think so. Yeah,
1: uh, I don't know. So it's amazing. I never would have thought something like that would happen, especially in movies. Maybe, I mean, TV series, yeah, but not movies.
0: Yeah, no, it's 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 nuts, it's nuts, but uh, yeah, I mean, congratulations to. To the folks over at Disney, we know you needed more money, and um, we were able to do that for you.
1: It's funny. They also own Avatar, and so when they re-release Avatar, uh, they're going to also be getting that money.
0: Oh, shit. They do own Avatar, don't they? Yeah. Are you sure it's not in partnership? I thought they just owned the – oh, my God. They do own Avatar.
1: Yeah. Because (laughs) didn't, didn't Fox own Avatar? And then, I, I don't think I don't think
0: Fox did. I think uh, someone else did. I think I think maybe like Universal or someone did, uh, and they sold the rights to Disney for Avatar. Uh, just oh my god, yep, I totally forgot they owned the rights to that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one day, one day, Disney's gonna own everything we have, Tim.
1: I mean, they already own me.
0: They do. They I'm purchased a, you.
1: I'm a I'm a mouseketeer
0: they they purchased you a while back i remember that we all yeah. said please tim no and you said i want to give my body to them and we said well we can't stop you um, people give
1: their body to science i give mine to disney
0: <laughs> yes that's what it says on your driver's license um the it 2 trailer dropped him did you watch the it 2 trailer
1: i did yes oh man I am I am really excited for this movie. I, I, I think am. we did a fantastic casting um of all the, the old the adult characters of the kids.
0: Yep. Dude, I, I'm so excited that uh uh Bill Heater. Bill Heater, no, Bill uh Hater. <laughs> oh my god. Sorry. Like I said, it's been a long week already, it's Tuesday.
1: Uh, that's really hitting you pretty hard.
0: Yeah. It's it's really kicking in. It was uh that smoothie, by the way, was just a uh a handle of jack. Uh <laughs> um <laughs> it's good for the stomach. Um This
1: is my dinner.
0: But the It Two trailer uh did look good. I I I, I really cannot wait. I loved it one. It too looks like it's going to be great. They've like found a perfect balance between horror and like action and coming of age and summer blockbuster type of feel. I cannot wait to see it too. I will be there opening night if I can help it. It's just it's so good, um, and I, I really hope they nail it. But uh, like I was saying, yeah, Bill Hader. If you guys haven't seen it, you gotta go see. You gotta watch Barry on HBO. It is such a great show, and yeah. Bill Hader is unreal in this he is so good he is such a good actor um he has so much more to offer than just being a hilarious comedian which he is but he he has so much depth as an actor because he has incredible scenes in barry of just like raw emotion whether it's like anger or fury or uh like just you know sad sadness and stuff it's 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 incredible he and he and he's convincing with everything he is very yeah. convincing with everything he does in that show uh i i cannot recommend that enough and i'm very excited to see him in this
1: yeah no i mean i'm excited too and i i like how he's getting a lot more opportunity to to show his his acting range um instead of just being in comedies all the time and i i agree barry's a barry's a very good show uh, so if anyone hasn't seen it you definitely need to check it out because you do get, you do get to see his range and yeah. It's definitely really, it's very appealing emotionally. Um, yeah. you, get, you get everything. You get sadness, laughter, shock, yeah. all that.
0: Yeah, so I'm excited to see him in this. And, of course, it has James McAvoy, Jessica Chastain, Isaiah Mustafa, um, which is great to see Isaiah get cast in a big movie like this. Yeah, you know, he's, the, he's known as the old Spice guy um, who brought us so many moments of laughter and, and joy and happiness as the old Spice Man. Um, but it's going to be really cool to see him acting in a big motion picture like this. Um, I don't know. i just say, you know, someone you, you saw so often on TV and just those silly commercials is now in a big time blockbuster movie. Um, it's Yeah. It's going to be exciting to see uh, what he does with that character. Uh, and, <clears throat> if I'm, I, I could be wrong, I think his character becomes more of a main more of a main component of this story than the last one. But um, yeah, I, I'm excited for that. Jessica Chastain is always great. And James McAvoy is a phenomenal actor. Um, yeah. And, and so they, they've really, yeah, they nailed it with this cast. It's, it's great. Um, and yeah, the trailer just looks like it's going to be one hell of a ride. And I, I cannot wait. Um. Let's see what else we got on news today. Um, that Top Gun trailer dropped as well. I didn't, um, I, I thought Top Gun was good. <laughs> when, I, when I, I, I saw it late to the game. I saw Top Gun like two years ago for the first time. Um,
1: uh, you want to know a secret max? What? I still have never seen Top Gun.
0: You've never seen Top Gun? No, it's, it's an American classic. So you kind of have to at some point. Um, but yeah, it was, it's a good movie. It's a good 80s flick. Uh, I, I, I can say that. You should definitely check it out. Um,
1: Doesn't it have that really good volleyball scene that everyone loves?
0: Yes, it, it does. It, it is a totally not homoerotic volleyball scene. It is completely just an innocent volleyball scene. Okay. Yeah, nothing. What's that? You enjoyed it? Yeah. I mean, it was good anyways. Um, yeah. Uh, so they dropped that trailer. I wasn't like, well, it wasn't like, Oh man, I got to see a Top Gun two as quick as possible, but there's a lot of people who did apparently feel that way and are very excited about Top Gun two. Um, so, you know, congratulations to you guys, but if there's anything to take away from it, uh, it looks like they've definitely brought it, you know, up to the 21st century uh they have some amazing shots of of you know planes uh, fighter jets in in flight um it looks like there's going to be some a good high-flying action in this mm-hmm. but i'm going to be honest it doesn't really appeal to me uh, this is coming from someone who hates the the like in star wars when everyone's like oh my god there was such a great space battle in that movie i'm like yeah i really wish we were watching anything other than that space battle though <laughs> like i i uh i really could care less about the space battles in star wars so this is kind of how i feel about like top gun i i'm more based i i like to see the characters on the ground interacting with each other i'm not so much into seeing like cgi ships blowing each other up i don't i don't find that particularly particu- oh, no, no, no. particular <laughs> i can't say that word right now
1: particularly yes oh jeez. But, you know, Tom Cruise does all stunts. He doesn't use any CGI.
0: Yeah, he, he's flying those fighter jets. <laughs> he's, he's flying those bad boys uh, himself, and he's shooting down real planes, too. He's killing actual people, um, which would come in a shock to most, but you never know what you can get away with in Days Hollywood. Am i right, Tim.
1: It's true. It's true. I mean, they're they're paid to die,
0: so, you know, they're getting something out of it. They are paid to die. That is correct. You just sent me two gifts of the volleyball scene. Incredible. <laughs> I also, I, I refuse to see it if uh, Iceman isn't in it. If Val Kilmer is not in this, I refuse to go. That's just the way it's going to be. Um, okay. Well, that's pretty much going to cover it in movie news today. I don't think I missed anything. Tim, was there anything you wanted to talk about in movie news uh, um, that, that I may have missed? I wanted to
1: touch on Ed Astra. Uh, I haven't seen the trailer, but
0: oh yeah, I did I've have read, that here. Yeah,
1: i what?
0: Yeah, I did. I did have that listed here. I forgot to.
1: I, uh, I've I've read about it. I've been looking forward to it. I didn't realize they dropped the trailer, but um, that looks like it's going to be a really good movie. And they have Brad Pitt, Billy Jones. What um, so is about? It's about space travel.
0: It's about a guy's dad who goes on a space mission. Yeah, and uh, never comes back. And they basically are trying to go find out what went wrong. And they think that his dad might still be alive out there. Um, mm-hmm. So it's about Brad Pitt going on a mission to see if he can't go find his dad. It's very similar to like maybe Interstellar, I'd say, but it, it's, it's different. It's different, but similar. Um, yeah. I at first on the first trailer, I actually wasn't that interested in this. I was like, Oh, this doesn't, this kind of looks kind of generic. The second trailer you kind of start to get those like space odyssey vibes uh you're getting uh, some unique shots and colors and ideas that really make it feel like it's going to be this epic sci-fi adventure that you want to go sit down and see um the trailer two did a lot for it it did much more than much more than trailer one did for it um so i i uh yeah i'm excited for it as well and you know i i really like i really like brad pitt and um you know, he's gonna be in yeah, he's gonna be in like, several big movies now. Yeah. With at Astra and To Live and Die and, In Hollywood? Yeah, whatever it was is. What is it, what it called again?
1: Once upon a time in Hollywood.
0: Yeah, that's it. I was about to they say it.
1: that this Thursday.
0: Oh my god, that does. Wow, they have not done a good job marketing that.
1: They don't need to. It's a Quin Quinn Tarantino movie, it's gonna sell itself. That's true. Uh Jamie Kennedy's in that Astra. What's he been up to lately?
0: Who's Jamie Kennedy?
1: You don't remember Jamie Kennedy? He's like a famous comedian in the 90s. Uh, Let me look up some of his movies he's been in. Malibu's Most Wanted. He was in Scream. Son of the Mask. Kicking it old school.
0: I've been scrolling on IMDb under Ad Astra for this for some time, and I cannot find him still. So he either has, like, the smallest role in the history of the world, or maybe I missed it. Let me see.
1: I don't
0: think he's in this.
1: Well, I looked up uh, Ad Astra, and he's listed underneath cast, as well as Liv Tyler. She's not done very much lately.
0: Right, let me see this. Let me see this. Jamie Kennedy guy. He is not Ned Astra. <laughs> what? He is not.
1: Well, Google, Google lied to me. What the hell?
0: Oh yeah, I know who this guy is. Yeah, he was in Scream. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah, he was Randy in Scream. I forgot about that. Um. Yeah. Maybe he's gonna be a
1: surprise, like Matt Damon and uh.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, it'd probably be a bigger surprise. <laughs> oh gosh, Jamie Kennedy. What the hell? I didn't know Jamie Kennedy was in this.
1: The, the biggest For, movie twist ever. Forget
0: about you, A-lister Matt Damon. <laughs> Look at this guy! He was in Scream too.
1: It's Jamie Kennedy from Scream.
0: <laughs> this guy looks like Seth Green. Um, <laughs> um yes, not wrong. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I'm excited for Ad Astra. Yeah, why not? Why not? Um, let's see. Oh yeah, you know, here's something I wanted to try, which you didn't know if you wanted to do, but I'm gonna make you do it anyways. We're gonna try something new here on Cinematic, Stick. and uh, that's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a new segment we want to do here, and we might not do it every every podcast, but it's something to think about, it's something to do here and there. It's uh, our TV talk segment. That's right. We're gonna talk a little bit of TV news that has come out, and uh, maybe anything we've been watching on TV recently. So Tim hasn't been watching anything on TV recently, so I'm gonna lead it off with what I watched. And I watched the Big Little Lies finale for season two recently. Uh, Big Little Lies is a phenomenal drama from HBO. And the way season one ended, I was not sure if season two was going to have any chance of being like good. I just had no idea where they could take the story. I, I just didn't know what was going to happen. But found out that Meryl Streep was cast in this thing uh, to, to uh, add a little bit of a little bit of gravitas if you would to this show and boy did she Meryl Streep is going to win an Emmy for this performance. She was absolutely incredible in this show. Just she is such a good actress. It is unbelievable how how she can portray <laughs> how well she can portray things cuz she portrayed the a a bitchy ass old lady like a like she was one it's unreal and maybe Meryl Streep is Tim maybe she is I don't know she doesn't seem like it she seems really nice but man did she nail this role who knows it was it was perfect it was absolutely perfect
1: I need I need to watch that show that's on my that's on my to-do list uh I need uh yeah. I need I, I got an HBO subscription solely for Game of Thrones uh obviously yeah. And I need to I need to explore the other content they have on there.
0: Yeah, dude, it's a it is a great great film. I mean, well, it's a great uh, show. I mean, what what HBO really focuses on is their quality over quantity, and uh, it's just been it's excellent. So, Big Little Lies season two finale, absolutely loved it. Great performances across the board from Nicole Kidman, Reese Witherspoon. Um, um, um trying to think of her name, uh, uh, Laura yeah. Dern. Um what's that?
1: Cheyenne Woodley. Yeah, uh,
0: Cheyenne Woodley. Diane Woodley? Cheyenne Woodley. Cheyenne Woodley. Um shaylene Shaylene Woodley. That's what I said. You said you said Diane.
1: I said Cheyenne. Sha I don't know.
0: Anyways, great performances across the board from the whole cast. You guys have to go check this out if you haven't. It's a great show. I've loved the season two finale and I, I loved season two. I thought it may have been better than season one. It's incredible. Um, lots of good word coming out of uh, San Diego comic-con about the boys, which is Amazon's kind of team up superhero show that they're doing. It's very grounded, very gritty. It's, it's similar in style to Watchmen. It's, it's definitely for adults. It's mature uh very mature but uh it has been getting phenomenal reviews and i'm very excited to see this tim have you seen anything on the boys at all
1: no i haven't actually um i didn't even know yeah i, I haven't heard about it until i saw it on the trello board
0: yeah it's a, it's a it was not exclusive um it's already been renewed for season two it's got carl urban in it um chase crawford um not many other people that would, you know, spark relevance to you, but oh, Simon Pegg's in it a little bit. That's cool. Um, so it, it's it's got a great great cast, but uh, led by Carl Urban, and it's just been uh it's been getting great reviews. So be sure to keep an eye out for the boys on Amazon Prime if you have it. It's it's uh it's gonna be definitely on my watch list coming up soon. Uh, this is a little nugget just for me. Uh, Young Justice season four which is a animated show on the DC universe app got renewed for a fourth season. And for me, where I watched season one and two, the show got canceled and then five years later they renew it for season three, uh, which was like the second coming of Christ for me. It was amazing. I, I was so pumped, so pumped about that. So I'm very excited that season four is coming. Tim, have you watched any young justice at all? I don't think you have.
1: No, I don't, I don't have the DC streaming service, so I don't have the opportunity to.
0: Man, it is it is phenomenal. It's such a great show. It's a cartoon, but it is, it is so well done. And season three, since it's on DC Universe and not Cartoon Network, it gets a little bit more wiggle room with the uh, maturity that it can bring. Um, and it's, it's very, very good. Um, so I, I, I would very much recommend you go check out Young Justice if you can. If you're a big superhero fan, especially if you like the DC superheroes, if you like the Teen Titans cartoon, Uh, definitely check this out. It'd be right up your aisle. Um, Henry Cavill as the Witcher. Now we knew Henry was cast as Geralt of Rivera a long time ago, but this Witcher trailer, man, this looks like a, it looks like they're, they're going really, really over the top with it in a good way. And they're also keeping it grounded in politics. And I'm hoping it's kind of a, a game of Thrones style show with uh, with a little more, like, mythos and, and magic involved in it. Um, did you watch at all the trailer for uh, The Witcher, Tim?
1: I did, yes. Uh, so I, I didn't – I'd never played the video game extensively. I, I probably sat down for, like, 30 minutes. Um, the trailer looks really good, and I, I don't know how the characters look compared to the video games. I think – wasn't there some criticism – that so, like some of the characters didn't look a lot like the.
0: So the-, the Witcher is the something important to note. The Witcher is not based off the video game. It's based off of the books. Okay. Uh, the okay. Witcher. The Witcher was a, is a book series first and foremost that was turned into a video game. Um, so I mean. Yeah, the video game characters look different but they aren't necessarily the set in stone how they need to look because the video game the people who made the video game themselves had to come up with what they thought they would look like. So um, right. Yeah, so the, the Netflix show itself is going to be following the books exclusively, and it's never it – they actually came out and said they are never going to adapt the video games. They're just adapting the books, and that makes sense because there's like 20 books or something in the series, so there's like zero reason why they'd ever need to use the stories from the video games. Um, but man, does Henry Cavill look jacked.
1: Oh, he is, he is ripped. Who do you think think's more jacked, Chris Hemsworth or Henry Cavill?
0: Henry Cavill by like 40 pounds. Have you seen him? <laughs> he is, he is like, he, he is Chris Pratt or Chris, Chris uh, Hemsworth is, is ripped, but he's like a lean, he's like a lean ripped. Henry Cavill is like a just ball of muscle, just an absolute uh-huh. unit. Just a, a just thick as hell, Tim, thick as hell.
1: How many C's?
0: At least Nine. At least not. But uh, as someone who played the video game a little bit and uh, who just has a general interest in video games and had his general general interest in The Witcher and who loves Henry Cavill's acting, i uh, very excited for this one. And it's coming to Netflix. So, you know, it's the greatest service that uh, my parents pay for, and I, I just absolutely love it. So, um, yeah, excited Decided for uh, The Witcher to come to Netflix. Any lovely. final thoughts on that, Tim? No, I'm,
1: I'm pretty excited, too. The, the trailer looked really good. I'm interested to see the story. Um, and I think Netflix is due for a, another high-quality show. So, I mean, I don't know how much longer they're going to be doing Stranger Things. I guess I saw it and seen the third season. Um, but, I mean, especially with Disney Plus coming out, uh, Netflix needs to start rolling out a lot more originals that are high-quality, not just meh.
0: Yeah, cuz they have like, dude, they have like 200 originals coming out every year and like three of them are good. <laughs> it's 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 really bad. It's really bad. Um so, yeah. Um they're going to have to they're going to have to uh step it up a notch and um and and focus on quality over quantity. I agree. Because uh, that's what I think. That's what the Apple streaming service is doing. That's what Disney is doing. That's what HBO is doing. That's what Hulu is doing. They're all focusing on quality over quantity, and uh, it, it, Netflix is just pumping out shows left and right, right. and uh, half of them are just not are not good. I, I wanted to trash on that 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 glass blower show that I saw come up. I was like, "What the hell is this? Is, is this literally okay. a show about glass blowers?" And uh, it actually was really good. So that's, that's something to keep in mind. It's actually pretty damn entertaining, man. What these people can do with glass nowadays. <laughs> Just a, wow.
1: <clears throat> tell, tell me more.
0: No, I'm good. Just watch the show. Um, all right. So let's move on to our biggest topic of the day. And that is San Diego comic-con and more, most importantly, the Marvel panel from San Diego Comic-Con.
1: I think that's, about, that's the only important part.
0: At that, you know, there wasn't much that came out of it DC-wise, so, you know, I'm relenting, and we're going to have to talk this this Marvel this Marvel stuff. Uh, this Marvel stuff. So let's just kind of recap what Marvel covered on their panel. They covered um, the Captain America and Falcon show. They covered WandaVision, uh, which is... Uh, the Scarlet Witch and the Visions show they covered Hawkeye's show they covered this new animated series coming in 2021 called What If which I, if I were to guess and I didn't watch anything, read anything on this I'm assuming it's like animated takes on what could have happened if one thing went the other way and it's going to have a bunch of the cast reprising their roles in animated form
1: is, is Robert Downey Jr. going to be in that
0: it did not list him as the ca- in the cast, so I do not believe so. Um, and they listed, like, everyone. They listed, like, 50 actors who are coming back to reply- reprise their roles. In- I and
1: saw, I saw Josh Brolin was uh, one of those actors, too, which is pretty, pretty Yeah. Cool to think about.
0: Yeah, so they're all coming back, but it does not look like Robert Downey Jr. is coming back, unless they back the dump truck of money up to his house again to do that. Um, but it looks like he might be moving on. Um then they announced uh well they showed off the cast for black widow which is going to star uh, obviously uh, uh Scarlett Johansson and uh David Harbour known as Hopper from Stranger Things he's going to be in it um they showed off uh the Eternals which is starring Angelina Jolie, Kumail Nanjiani, uh uh, uh what's his name Rob uh who played he played uh, Rob's, Richard Madden Richard Madden yeah um Richard Madden's in it, who played Rob Stark in Game of Thrones. So that's going to be a big, diverse cast. It's going to be interesting. Um, let's see. What else? What else? What else? Um, the Shang-Chi movie, which is the first uh, Asian superhero movie from Marvel, which is going to be cool. Um, and that's going to start, that's going to have the actual Mandarin, the guy who's supposed to be the villain of Iron Man 3. The real Mandarin is going to be the villain of Shang-Chi. So that's, that's going to be kind of interesting. That will be interesting. Um, Tim, what else did they announce? They announced. Uh, they announced that uh, uh, Mahershala Ali is coming. Is going to be. Oh, going to be
1: Blade. That's going to be. That's going to be good.
0: Yeah, I thought that was a great, a great choice. I thought, apparently, Mahershala Ali called them and wanted yeah. to do, wanted to do Blade, and so, uh, so, so there we have it. We're getting Blade. Blade.
1: Um, do you, already, do you already mentioned the new Doctor Strange.
0: No, I did not.
1: Um, Madness, the Multiverse of Madness?
0: Multiverse of Madness, yep. Um, uh, let me bring up the Phase 4.
1: There's also Thor, Love and Thunder. Yeah. Natalie Portman's going to be Lady Thor, I think that's what it's called.
0: Yeah, Um. so in order. Black Widow, May 1st, 2020. The Falcon and Winter Soldier on Disney Plus Fall 2020. The Eternals November 6, 2020, Shang-Chi February 12th, 2021, WandaVision Spring 2021 on Disney Plus, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness May 7th, 2021, Loki The Loki show on Disney Plus Spring 2021, What If Summer 2021, Thor Love and Thunder November 5th, 2021. And Hawkeye on Disney Plus, fall of twenty twenty one, and then of course Blade, which they didn't give a release date, but he's going to be, Mahershala Ali is going to be playing Blade in that. Um, um, yeah, Thor: Love and Thunder, bringing back Jane, uh, Natalie Portman to play a Lady Thor, which anyone who's familiar with the comics know that there is a female Thor that's been around for I think if she was first introduced in like 1986 or something and then she didn't really do anything and then they reintroduced her like 20 years later um, and I believe the new Thor has been a woman for quite some time so Natalie Portman is going to be playing Thor for a little bit as well I mean Chris Hemsworth as Thor is going to be in it as well but it's it's cool let's talk about that logo for Thor Love and Thunder though that looks incredible I, I absolutely love that freaking logo it looks like straight out of the 80s um damn it tim what nothing your phone rang
1: no it was sorry i was calling my phone i'm gonna be walking around a little bit more can you hear me yeah i can it's a little
0: bit of a drop in audio quality but we'll make do my my apologies
1: uh the logo looks fantastic though i love it
0: Love the color i like the whole retro look too yeah it, it looks awesome it looks like it should be a it should be on the packaging of a He Man action figure from the eighties. But um yeah, I'm, I'm oh, yeah. really excited about that. Tessa Thompson's coming back. Uh I thought um uh, Thor uh, Ragnarok was <laughs> the best Thor movie by far. And uh even though I didn't get as much enjoyment out of it as others, I thought it was a fun move fun enough movie to watch and uh um and good. And I'm glad they're bringing back Taika Waititi to direct the the next one. Um I felt like yep. that was a perfect move because I feel like they had to do that because um, just how well, yeah, how well think, the last one I, went I think he's a really good director as well I mean, Pajuatiki in my
1: opinion, saves for
0: um, I mean, his character
1: was not interesting up until Ragnarok, in my opinion
0: yeah uh, it was just a very yeah. he, he really didn't have much personality uh, much character to him I felt like they were just making Thor movies because they had to make Thor movies for the Avengers stuff. Um, I didn't, I didn't really care for them, and uh, as a matter of fact, I didn't see either one or two, so I have no idea. Uh, I remember seeing the opening sequence to Thor two, and I was like, I don't, I don't like this much at all. Um, Yeah, the second, the second Thor
1: wasn't that good. The first one was okay. Um, But again, those first two, they're they're forgettable. They're not. They're not must-watch Marvel
0: movies. Yeah, yeah. Um, But, yeah, I'm excited to see where they take the story, and, uh, yeah, I very much like it, very much like the logo, so um, I'm excited for that one. Um, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, that is going to be starring uh, Scarlet Witch, so that's going to have Elizabeth Olsen back as Scarlet Witch in this, and it's going to be kind of a team-up movie between Doctor Strange and, uh, her, which I'm excited about. Um, I, that's what Marvel did as well, is in this universe, have these team-up movies, and it just makes sense, and it's great. I really wish DC could pull something off like this, but Marvel continuously does it, and I'm very excited to hear about this. The director, yeah. as well, has chosen his villain. He said this back when Doctor Strange came out. He said if I, he did Doctor Strange do, which he's now doing, the villain would be this guy called Nightmare, who is a kind of a horror villain from, uh, sorry, let me, a horror villain. He's not a horror villain, but a horror. Not, not a horror,
1: but a horror.
0: Yes. Um, and he, the director said Doctor Strange is going to be the first MCU horror movie, which um, I'm going to go ahead and call 100% bullshit on that. There's no way this movie is going to be scary, the, like to a point where I would call it a horror movie. 0% yeah. chance. Now, if they do do that, that's cool. That, that's exciting, I guess but there's no way that Disney is allowing their cushy Marvel universe to be a horror movie. Um, not happening. I don't know. I don't know.
1: I, I wouldn't be surprised. I could see them trying it. I don't,
0: I don't know. I just feel like, uh, I don't know. I feel like that's going to take away from the profits that movie might have because not many parents are going to want to bring their kids to go see that movie. If, uh, if uh you know other other if it's gonna be super scary i don't think anyone's gonna want any kid is gonna want to go see that um yeah but uh let's talk about that title in the multiverse of madness so a lot of people are curious is this how they're going to introduce the fantastic four and how they're going to introduce the x-men the multiverse has always been there um it was mentioned in spider-man far from home but it was kind of as a joke it was it turned out to not be very serious. Um, but it was mentioned before, I don't know if you remember this, but I, I watched uh, Doctor. Strange the other day. it was on TV, and I didn't know this, but they actually mentioned the multiverse in Doctor. Strange. So oh really? Yeah, so I guess in this movie, we're going to get Dr. Strange going into different multiverses uh, to, to you know, for, for whatever reason. I'm not sure why he's going to feel like he needs to do that, but he's going to. Um, and a lot of people feel like this is going to be the way, the portal that's going to be able to bring the X-Men into the MCU. That makes, that makes somewhat sense because you just don't know the X-Men are born X-Men. That's the reason that's the whole thing. They're born X-Men and they're outcasts. People hate them uh, Mm because they're, they're monsters, I guess. So, how are these guys going to have been around all this time for all these world ending events and then just show up out of nowhere without some, something happening to bring them into the fold. So Dr. Strange, yeah. I feel like is going to be the doorway. It's not going to lead the X-Men in, but it's going to be the, it's going to be the, Hey, the door is now open and here's how we're going to, we will eventually introduce the X-Men and it will make sense because of the events that happened in Dr. Strange. Um, so I'm excited about that. And I love Elizabeth Olsen's Scarlet Witch. I was kind of bummed that she had, very little to do in Endgame, but because uh, she wasn't in it until she got re rebirthed, I guess, or revived. Um, rebirthed, <laughs> you know. A, no. she was rebirthed. Um. Yeah. Oh my. Um. So yeah, that's that's uh, I re- thought she had a good role in Endgame. What?
1: I said th- th- I thought she had a good role in Endgame. She did a
0: good amount. I mean, she was only in that final fight. And she kicks some ass.
1: Yeah, she does. Yeah, she does.
0: Um, moving on, uh, Shane – and by the way, guys, I'm, I'm really only covering the movie stuff on this. I don't want to talk about the shows that much, really. Um, I don't have any interest yeah. in these shows. Uh, I just <laughs> want to cover you're not,
1: you're not interested in Hawkeye? No. <laughs> Why not? I'm interested in Hawkeye. I think seeing more Jeremy Renner would be pretty interesting, especially especially if they kind of portray his, his Roman character where he kind of goes on rampage and killing a, a lot of people. I, I think that would be pretty interesting to see um, in a series. Because Jeremy Renner is a, a great – he's a good actor. Um, I think he's underrated. and I, I'd love to see him kind of do a little bit more. So I'm, I'm excited about that one
0: yeah i mean yeah you have every right to be excited about those um, i just think there's what one two three four five six there's six shows in this lineup and i was like i don't want to talk about six shows <laughs> i don't want to do it so i I'm, I'm uh actually i guess there's five but yeah um moving on uh shang chi and the legend of the ten rings um very cool story behind this actually uh they wanted to do a movie with the you know first Asian superhero, so I, I love that they you know wanted to do that and 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 you know have that representation. Um, but Simu Liu, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Simu Simu Lee um, got cast as Shang Chi in this movie, and it's really funny if you go back to like 2017 or something or 2016. Uh, he's he's not a very like massive actor, I don't believe. He's not, like, A-list or B-list or B-list even. But he just said, like, hey, guys, what do you think about, you know, what do you think about making the first ever Asian superhero with Shang-Chi or something? And and just kind of kept tagging him. And uh, I guess eventually he went in for an audition, and they liked him enough for the role, and now he's casting it. So, um, like I said, it's going to star. You don't, star
1: think, you don't think Wong – Wong's a –
0: superhero i think wong is a superhero absolutely um um but yeah it's gonna star the actual mandarin who uh we thought ben kingsley was playing in iron man 3 which turned out to be fake
1: i'm excited about that because i think a lot of people are disappointed with iron man 3's portrayal of uh, the mandarin
0: yeah yeah um I think I—I I mean, I was too. I really liked Ben Kingsley's performance as the Mandarin. I thought he was great. And then they, for whatever reason, did this twist, and I was like, "I don't like this." <laughs> it's like Ben Kingsley's Mandarin was really intimidating, and I—I uh, yeah. uh, I, I was really bummed to find out that that's the the direction they went with. But you know, um, I still enjoy Iron Man three for what it's worth. But uh, I'm excited to see the Mandarin actually be a main villain and not be, you know, have some some twist um so so, uh, that's gonna be fun um there's definitely a lot of like i believe in this guy i'm literally the most unfamiliar person with this comic run i i had no idea this was an actual character until they announced the movie like that they were gonna or the rumor came about that they were gonna do shang chi movie like Mm -hmm. four or five months ago i had never heard of this character before so i don't really know what to expect i just know it's very martial arts based Mm -hmm. knowing the mandarin is like kind of like this sorcerer i imagine there's going to be like superpowers involved of some kind but to be honest with you i i have really zero idea but you know uh it's it's on the list of you know more marvel movies to come so we'll wait and see and see if it's something that uh you know i'm gonna want to go see or you're gonna want to go see and go from there um let's see what else what else what else um then we have uh what is it what was up there Um, Black Widow which is uh, sc- starring Scarlett Johansson and it's going to be um, a prequel movie to the entire MCU obviously because she's dead <laughs> she's dead as a doornail yeah, um, yeah she 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 died um, you know um, starring David Harbour um, and David Harbour's character in this he's a villain and he's the Russian version of Captain America so that's kind of cool. I'm excited to see that. I
1: thought he was going to be Taskmaster.
0: Maybe that is what he is. I don't know. Maybe that is what he he's going to be. I, I I have no idea. Um, I just thought he was going to be the villain. So.
1: No, no, no. Taskmaster is a villain.
0: No, I know, I know he is. Um, maybe that's the Russian version of Captain America, and I didn't realize that. But uh, <clears throat> yeah. Um, Taskmaster is going to be the. Taskmaster is going to be the villain of this one. And he's just kind of one of those weird Marvel villains. Uh, just odd. He, he uses all sorts of different things and has all sorts of different weapons and abilities. And um, like his whole thing is that he can mimic what anyone uses against him. So that right. makes, makes him actually,
1: pretty. Actually, you're right. He's going to be Red Guardian.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And that's like the ca- Russian version of Captain America. So how yeah. Black Widow is going to take this gang down? <laughs> guess we'll have to wait and see the movie. Am I right, Tim?
1: I'm also excited uh, Florence Pugh is in it. I was surprised by that.
0: Oh, yeah. I forgot. Yeah, she did get cast in this, she, didn't she? She's
1: in, she's in everything now, it feels like.
0: Yeah, she's she's starting to blow up a bit. Yeah. yeah but yeah, I'm hoping this is like a spy espionage movie, kind of similar to Captain America, winter soldier. Um, and yeah, uh, I'm glad she's getting her own movie. Good for, good for uh, black widow and Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Um, and finally on this list is the Eternals. Uh, as I mentioned, starring Kumal Nanjiani, who has gotten jacked for this thing. I don't know if you've seen him recently. The guys put on like 25 pounds of muscle. He looks like a totally different person. Uh, Angelina Jolie, uh, 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 what's his name again? Richard Madden. Richard Madden um, and many more. Um, and for a lot of you, you're like, who the hell are the Eternals? And I was the same way. I was like, I don't care about these guys at all. Why would I, I, I have no interest in seeing this. And then I realized that I had no idea who the guardians of the galaxy were. And I love that movie. So I guess I'll give it the benefit of the doubt because Marvel is apparently uh, impenetrable and cannot make a bad movie in the eyes of critics and their fans. And uh, yeah, I'm sure the Eternals is going to be a smash hit, and something worth watching. Um, they don't they don't give up much on it. I just know the Eternals are like godlike characters, um, and are maybe going to open up the realm to like the more cosmic side of the Marvel universe. So, um, I, I that's that's really all I can all I can bring up. Uh, from that but you know it's it's good it's, it's it's nice to see Angelina Jolie in like a massive blockbuster again I it's been a while since we've seen her in one of those I feel like I guess yeah. she's in that Mel, uh, maleficent um, and I was under the impression that she was done acting because she wanted to like focus more on her kids or something so I'm glad that's not the case because I think she's a great actress um, obviously she's beautiful um, and very talented so yeah Tim any thoughts on the Eternals?
1: No, I'm in <clears throat> I'm in the same boat. I had no idea who they were. Um initially I thought it was gonna be like uh how what was it like infinity? Um Eter- no, it was Interni- eternity. Like those those Marvel superhero characters, the ones that like control the universe and whatnot. Yeah. Um, so I was surprised to see all these different characters and I I looked them up and I still have no idea what they are or what they do. So um It'll it'll be interesting to see how they portray them. And, you know, as you said with Guardians of the Galaxy, I had no idea who Guardians of the Galaxy was going into it. You know, as long as they have a good cast, and they clearly do, um, and good writers, I I think they'll, they'll uh, be pretty successful.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's actually pretty funny. I don't know if, like, James Gunn has returned to his role that he had before. Like, all that drama, obviously he's back to direct Guardians of the Galaxy 3. They overturned that. Um, but originally he was the mastermind kind of a phase four from when I hear like him and Kevin Feige were working like side by side and James Gunn was going to uh, help expand the MCU into the cosmic realm of things. And the Eternals, Guardians of the Galaxy three and Eternals were going to be the first movies to help do that. Um, I don't know if he's returned to that role or if he's just now just going to be a director. Um, but it looks like they stuck with that vision uh, by doing the Eternals. Um, yeah. And so yeah, you know, another Marvel movie, another, another one. The machine keeps turning, Tim. The dollars keep coming. It
1: never ends. It never ends. I heard. Uh, kind of I gold heard, uh, James. I, I was gonna say, I heard James Gunn is actually going to incorporate Suicide Squad into the Marvel, Marvel universe universe as well.
0: Well, it it couldn't get any worse than what's going on at DC right now. So uh, why not go ahead and bring them in? Actually, that's not fair. You know, they've made two good movies in. Uh, two the last two out of the last three have been three hey hold on three of the last four have been good movies you got shazam aquaman and wonder woman three of the four have been good movies um the fourth one was justice league and you can say what you want about that but um that pretty much covers the uh, marvel studios phase four lineup um so that's that's you know again which well, uh which one are you again. looking
1: forward to the most max
0: I'm going to be honest and I really don't care about any of these, but, uh, <laughs> I, uh, what? I, I guess
1: you see?
0: I just, I just don't care about any of these characters. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't, I, I'm looking at this list of them and I'm just like, I, I, uh, you know, I'm at a loss. I don't, I don't give a shit about any of these guys, <laughs> but, uh, but I'll watch them. <laughs> Disney's got my money. I've said that about nearly every Marvel movie and I'm still button seat seeing it. They're enjoyable. You know, I've seen the same one about a billion times. I feel like, but yeah, um, probably out of the list. I, I guess Thor, sure, Thor, Love and Thunder, why not? Um,
1: you're gonna be, you're gonna be a big Shang Chi fan after this.
0: You bet I will. I'm gonna be a massive Shang boy. Anyways, um, oh, and I guess there's one more thing. Blade, like we mentioned, Mahershala Lee came out. That was the big surprise. He is Castle's Blade now. As someone who has never seen any of the Blade movies, I feel like I'm an expert on this subject. This is a good casting. And that's all I have I to think, offer.
1: I mean, if you cast Mahershala Ali, uh, it's always a good casting. That man just produces Best Supporting Actor Oscars like it's nothing. Yeah, yeah. A one, too, but
0: still. Also, did, uh, did they just, like, are they now just saying, like, hey... Not only is the Netflix Marvel Universe dead, um, we're just totally going to ignore it and act like it never happened because uh, this guy is Copperhead and, or Cottonmouth. He's Cottonmouth and Luke Cage. He's literally the, arguably the main character in the season one of Luke Cage, and now he is uh, playing Blade. You know what? They just look a lot alike. That's it. They're just they they're very similar looking. Have
1: you, you ever heard of doppelgangers?
0: It could be. That's what it is. It's a doppelganger. It's damn near identical. You know, so identical, they might be the same person.
1: You know what? If you look at all the movies and, and try to think of all the villains that they're coming up with, I'm just... I, I'm i wondering how they're going to... or who the main villain is going to be in the, the next phase. Because... You you bring in Blade. Blade's main villain is Dracula. He's a vampire hunter. So how are vampires going to be incorporated into Thor? Doctor Strange. I could see it in Doctor Strange, I guess. Doctor Strange, I could definitely see it. I cannot see it with Thor. Although, I could also see it where they just completely, I guess, bridge the MCU off to cosmic and Earth maybe cosmic or earth is having like a whole battle with like nightmare and vampires or something like that and then the cosmic you have the internals and and thor but then you also get shang chi in there and i don't know it's it's just it's interesting because everyone was thinking the big bad was going to be galactus but if you're looking at all these movies it it's It's so open ended. I I don't know what they're going to be doing with it. Which
0: I I imagine what's happening is Phase Four. Like we won't know who the big bad of this this next you know set of Marvel movies is going to be until Thor: Love and Thunder, Um, and that's when they'll introduce it. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I would be shocked if the Fantastic Four and X Men are not a part of Phase Five and or six. I'd be stunned um and you know we're gonna get more info at d23 coming up this weekend uh they might fill in more of this with like spider-man and captain marvel 2 and black panther 2 obviously is missing from this list um i think they might cover that at d23 which is disney's big expo they do every like every two years sometimes um so keep an eye on for that. And I'm sure we'll cover everything that is regarding uh, D23 on next week's episode. Um, so yeah, guys, I want to thank you all so much for listening. Today's episode was another, it was a long one today. We covered a lot of stuff, um, but thank you for uh, giving us a listen and hearing our thoughts. Um, as always, you can reach out to us on Instagram at cinemaxic You can reach us on Twitter at cinemaxic. You can uh, post on our Facebook page. You can reach out on our stories. You know, any way you want to get a hold of us, you can. And a really fun way to do that too is the anchor voice messages feature. If you download the anchor app, you can go to the uh, Cinemaxic podcast and you can leave us a voice message, which we will play on the podcast and answer it. So if you have a question, a comment, uh, a word you want to say, uh, it's a fun way to kind of interact with the podcast and be, and uh, be a part of it. So um, it's, it's very exciting. Uh, Again, guys, thank you too for the understanding on the audio quality issues. Still waiting on that new, new equipment and we do have a new little studio that we're putting together. That's going to be uh, a fun place to do a podcast. And uh, it's, it's, uh, it's going to be good. We're, we're moving up. So it's awesome. Uh, as always for Tim Reichmuth at Tim Trist. Uh, what do you got to say, buddy?
1: Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for these MCU movies. Go check out Once Upon a Time in Hollywood this week. Um, let us know what your thoughts are on that. You're going to have to try to see it this weekend if I have free time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And maybe we can do a review for that on uh, on Tuesday's podcast. That'd be great. Um, And as always, I'm your host, Max Liedem at Max Fozzie. Thank you guys so much for listening and being such great supporters. We love you guys. uh, And we'll see you next week on the next episode of Cinemaxe. Also real quick, keep in mind, we're doing another force vision episode. That's going to be out on Thursday. So be looking for that as well. Thank you guys again and watch on.